How do you mean that? Well, I mean that there are the colors and the beauties, the designs, the beautiful way things appear. People themselves, dull people, but I thought dull, appear fascinating, interesting, mysterious, wonderful. But that's only the beginning. Welcome to Strange People, Weird Worlds. Let's get this show started. So, we took our dogs yesterday. And uh, we stopped by Jamba Juice, mm-hmm. you know, what's that, like five minutes or less. When we come back, some uh, righteous citizen put a note on my window uh, saying I'm an asshat for the following reasons and all this shit about leaving my dogs in the car. What? I was pissed off. I wish I would have saw the person doing it. <laughs> I hate people who get involved with things and don't. Don't know the full story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I was about to crap my pants and I was driving <laughs> <laughs> and I just, like, pulled off to the first place and I even put up, like, the shade thing and all that and I, I ran in somewhere. You cracked the windows? Yeah. Oh. And I get it. It's 70 degrees out. And if it's 70 degrees and you leave them in there, like, to go to a restaurant, it will get hot in the car. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I went and got Jamba Juice. Like, I've sat in my car in a parking lot longer than that. Yeah, it's, and someone should at least, like, if they felt that they needed to, like, address it, they should have sat there and watched it. And I was going to say, if you really cared about my dogs that much, like... You would have done something. Yeah, where'd you go? Did you um, get them some water? Did you stay and make sure they were... To call the police. Not going to die in my truck there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, feeling the ego. Yeah, so me and uh, me and Miranda were pretty pissed for the whole drive down to the river. Rightfully so. Yeah, and, like, as we're taking our dogs to, like, treat them to, like, a play day in the river and <laughs> all this, like, good shit. Oh, and not only that, after, like, literally after sh- whoever left that card, the temperature was, like, steadily decreasing. Because you know how yesterday it just came in and... Yeah, it got all windy and all like, Yeah, you know, it got, you know, overcast real quick. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, fuck you, whoever you are. Yeah, fuck you, guy. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, or girl. I've got three of the happiest dogs you can find. And he's also got me. Yeah. And I'll fuck you up. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, stay out of people's fucking business if you don't know the whole story. Yeah. Um, It actually reminded me of another time. uh, I was was leaving work, and granted, I was just speeding for the sake of speeding. But going to my old house, you go over this, on 120th, you go on this, like, river overpass. So Mm -hmm. it's very big, and, like, it's the middle of the day. There was me and one other car, and we're in different lanes. And... It's a it's 55-mile-an-hour speed limit. I'm coming down doing 65. This dude takes it upon himself to hop into my lane and slam on the brakes in front of me. What? Is he trying to cause an accident? Yeah. Oh, my Like, God. trying to be, like, <laughs> trying to police the road. And, like, granted, again, I was just speeding to get home from work fast. Yeah. What if my mom was home dying? What if I had a son who just broke his leg and called me for help? Mm-hmm. Or if, like, you're, you know... Someone's going into labor or yeah. there's like yeah. something. You have no clue. Exactly. Or what if you're about to shit your pants? What if I'm about to <laughs> shit my pants? <laughs> that is a great idea. Now you just made me slam on the brakes and probably shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit just came out because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job, motherfucker. Um, no, actually the person caused that yesterday. Um, so it's really funny. Um, we've only seen Fairly do it once. Fairly is one of my dogs, for those of you who don't know. And she, like, really got in trouble one day, and I picked her up by her scruff in her butt, <laughs> and I was turning around, and as I did that, she, like, fear farted, <laughs> and oh you could God. actually see, like, some little, like, 
clear brown spatter on the wall. Oh. And it stunk really strongly. Oh, God. And, you know, it was funny. Like, I didn't actually hurt her or anything. I just picked her up, and she got really scared. So yesterday we got in the truck, and we smelled that. And we saw some on the door. So whoever this bitch was who came up to my car, like, caused my dog to fear fart on my du- on my truck door. God damn it. <laughs> so we had to wash it off. Then Miranda had to run back in and, like, clean her hands and all that shit. And Gross. Yeah. So, again, fuck you, whoever you are. Yeah. And, uh, making the situation worse. Yeah. Fuck you, guy. Yeah. Asshole. And, yeah. If you're out there and you see somebody pissing you off, you don't always know their story. So, uh... Someone could be having a bad day. Could yeah. Have just gotten some bad news. Yeah. Don't you, be a douche canoe. Yeah. A douche canoe. <laughs> <laughs> just stay in your own little stream and keep on paddling down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, whoever this person was yesterday is one of those people who, like, paid money to have cards printed and you carry them around and, like... Just like a blank card? No, like, one side has printed and it said, you're an asshat for the following reasons, and then they actually took time to write something out. Oh, are you fucking serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they paid to have these business cards. And so they just go around, like, I don't know if they patrol parking lots, like, that's what they do, or... Yeah, like a civilian Just keep them on, I don't know. But But again, I was only gone for five minutes, and you didn't even have the nerve to, like, stick around and make sure these dogs you're so worried about were okay. You know, I think he was just probably, like, just trying to use those cards, I don't think he was actually trying to be an asshole. Oh. Well, if you have cards that say you're an asshat for the following reasons, like you're just gonna want to use those no matter what. I don't know. I wonder like what drives you to the point though to order a big stack of cards calling someone yeah. an asshat. I guarantee Mason would do it. And then you made me Mason. litter because like <laughs> I was that pissed off. I ripped it up and threw it on the ground right there, hoping like that person was watching. Biodegradable. Yeah, but I. Yeah. Fuck so you guy. made me litter and you pissed me off and you made my girlfriend mad. And you made my dog fear fart. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the asshat, really? Thank you, whoever you are. And anyways, uh, welcome to... I I really hope that they listen to our podcast, because that's so fucking funny. Oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, if if you do... um, Driving to work and just... If if you're that person, if this story syncs up with you and you're still listening... um, Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Don't <laughs> <laughs> fuck you listen to our show. Yeah. You're a dick. Um, it's like I used to tell people I worked a graveyard security at a casino in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and people leave dogs in their parking lot, in, the, in their car, in the parking lot overnight, and be in there for a couple hours. And people get really mad, and I'm like, it, it's a fine temperature out. Like, who cares? And I would tell people, they're like, are you going to do something about that? And I'm like... You know, my dog's at home in a kennel right now. What's the difference between this dog? He's got a whole car to run yeah. around, and, like, it's it's not hot. Like, it's... Who cares? I know from personal experience, my dog is happier traveling with me wherever I go than sitting at home wondering why I left them. Yep, or and, in a doggy boarding center. Yeah, yeah. It's draining your wallet. Yep. Yeah. Well, anyhow. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, welcome, everybody, to Strange People, Weird World. My name is Greg Tanner. With me, as always, is Josh Hart, who is straining to stay awake and uh, no, my feel well right now. Fucking fluid that's just killing me right now. <laughs> and, ah! and back in the studio for her uh, trial round two is the wonderful Anya DeWitt. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I like to call her Do It. 
God damn it, do it. Um, so yeah, your first round, Josh wasn't here. He was off. Uh, I was doing something. Family matters. Oh yeah, Zonas. I was burying my Freddy, grandmother. Stop licking your sister. Roman the dirt, I, desert. I know that's being yeah. heard. Hundred percent. Anyways, um, yeah. How's everybody doing today? Uh, oh, fed Josh. Josh is yeah. Josh is doing crappy. Anya, how are you? You know, fantastic. Watched episode three of Game of Thrones again today. Nice, nice. I, out some more. I haven't started any of them yet. I'm I'm gonna like I'm kind of cheaping out. I'm gonna like wait another month and then get the HBO package and I'll just kind of binge watch some of them. Oh, you're in for a treat. Because I'm cheap and actually uh, Miranda and I have been like a funk. There's lots of stuff we want to watch and we just. We've been so busy, we're mentally just not ready to invest invest in anything. We've we literally watched all of Friends and just started rewatching Friends again. <laughs> oh God, because <laughs> it's just you know just easy and simple and just like mindless. completely yeah. yeah brain numbing. Yeah, because I you know, I think we've both been pretty busy and stressed lately. And I just started a, a new show called Lucifer, and it's our roommate watches that. Consumed me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I want to watch Umbrella Academy. Um, I know there's a lot of other good shows. Mm-hmm. The show's pretty good. Waiting to be watched. Um, and other stuff I'm in the middle. I'm still in the middle of Ozark. I um, never started that one. That's oh, so good. It's really, really good. I'm on season two now. But Ugh, I'll have to add to my The real question list. is, have you guys seen Endgame yet? I've not. No. I've not. I'm yes. real slacking on movie theater yes, stuff. Um, I used to have this buddy um, I'd go to movies with, like in the middle of the day, and then he went and got a different job, and <sighs> I uh, I don't have a movie buddy anymore. Inconsiderate. <laughs> yeah. Um, his name was Josh Hart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Sounds like a dick. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole. I still have Wednesday mornings off. I don't know why we don't go. I don't have mornings off anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got a new job I'm pretty excited about. He works at a restaurant. Yeah, so for the last year I've been deleting where I used to work, uh, a restaurant called Bad Daddy's, but now I can openly just badmouth and trash talk Yeah, them. fuck you, Bad Daddy's. So yeah, anything you want to say now, Josh. Because um, even my boy's not there anymore. Yeah, so, so. Yeah, it, yeah, management there just went down the, down the fucking drain real bad. Bad Daddy's is fucking awful. We all three worked for him. Yeah, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> fuck you, Bad Daddy's. Fuck you, Bad Daddy's. <laughs> fuck you, Bad Daddy's. Leo, you're cool. Yeah, Leo's cool. <laughs> Hawken, if you ever listen to this, you're cool. Uh, Hawken doesn't work for Bad Daddy anymore. Well, I know. But yeah, Hawken's awesome. But if he listens to this. Yeah, he's, Leo's still there? He's at the yeah, he's DTC, a, I think. Yeah, he's store manager. Oh, it's not Crackle Pop. Yeah, yeah. Rice Krispies, motherfucker. Leo's Rice cool. There's a, there's a handful of cool people. But other than that, I'm starting a new job uh, I'm pretty excited about. I still work at my shitty job. Josh still works at his shitty job. Anya, you were, to, you, were, you were in between last time, right? You're still looking? Yeah, I'm uh, focusing on school right now. Focusing so. on school. That's, that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Not a bad thing. Uh, so, today, we're talking about resurrection. Ooh. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was actually pretty funny. I wasn't planned around Easter or anything when I thought of this. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that kind of times out pretty well. I was also thinking about like, oh, actually I shouldn't say that, never mind. Mm-mm. Sorry, go ahead. Oh man! Everybody wants to know I now. No, nope, don't. Open Pandora's no, because some bit. people. No, that's it. Go ahead, please. I I don't know if I can. I'm, I know I'm, I'm stuck on this now. I feel like if I'm stuck on this, then everybody listening stuck on this. Well, I can hear it in two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, you you're holding something back. Are yep. you gonna resurrect in two weeks? Oh. I don't know. Maybe. Oh. Carry oh, on, man. please. Okay, okay. I, I feel like this is some some Josh Hartco music stuff coming or something. Some unreleased information. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 
Oh man, I hate Josh. <laughs> I told you guys how I hate Josh. I'm doing Josh. everyone a, a service right now, so just go on, please. He's sitting there with a smug look on his face, everybody, too, in case you're wondering. He's leaned back in his chair. Sipping s- his tea. Sipping on a tea out of a Batman mug. But he's not ready to spill the tea. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even a saying. It is now. Oh, my God. Just coined it. Just coined it. All right. Damn. Breaking new ground on the show every day. Every day. All right. Anyways. Um, I was thinking about calling the episode I'll Be Back. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ar- does Arnold Schwarzenegger make an appearance in this episode? I'll be back. Maybe. You know, you'll have to tune in. or we Well, you're already tuned him. in, I guess. Stick around. <laughs> Stick around to find out. <laughs> Promise you the show might get better from here. Oh, man. Somebody just cut the cheese. That's oh, this early. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going to be part of this show, um, dealing with dog farts is just a... Uh, Kind of part of the deal. Mm-hmm. There's a problem. Um, you hope Miranda's home, and then she can babysit the dogs. But on nights like this, when we're stuck with them, it's, it's not the and really just it. be happy they're just laying there. That's that's <laughs> you know mm-hmm. that's what I'm that's what I'm happy with. Uh, so what do you guys think? You know, I don't think anybody in this room is like Buddhist, but um, do you believe in uh, reincarnation or <laughs> resurrection? Or? Um, I definitely wouldn't say I'm like. Buddha's necessarily a lot of my own personal views align with it. Um, okay. So I personally am a very strong believer in reincarnation. Okay. Um, resurrection too much? Like, are we talking about like a physical body like falling and then? And, and I'm actually gonna put a side note here to everybody. When I said resurrection the first time, what I meant to say was reincarnation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. Um, Never mind. Yeah, I, I just think it. you know all, all this Jesus holiday just happened, and you know put resurrection on my mind. But, um, you know, either, either one, but, um, yeah, mostly reincarnation is what we're talking about here, so. Yeah, no, then, uh, I'm a firm believer in reincarnation. Like, full-on good karma leads to yeah. the next better life, or if you're shitty, you're going to be punished for it in the next life. I don't think it's necessarily punished. I think what happens is if, like, if you're shitty, what happens is when you finish on with this life, um, you know, your next life form, you are then going to be faced with those same challenges and it, you have to like go within to then find the learning lesson in those challenges and then kind of like break free from the cycle and move forward until you find that self-liberation. Okay. So do you, you think you're just kind of staying human the whole time? Yeah. Like a, hum- a human soul is kind of staying human, like a human soul is a human soul? That's the part where like, because it's such a vast kind of like idea that yeah. it's so... Don't feel... I'm super ambiguous in my own beliefs, so mm-hmm. don't feel bad about being wishy-washy or, or here or there, you know, but... Yeah, I think there's just, like, a lot of unknown that comes with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, what do you think about, like, a, uh, are you into, like, the Dalai Lama at all? Um, I've definitely kind of, like, kept up with him. I've always thought it's pretty interesting. Um, Josh, do you know anything about how they choose the new Dalai Lama? Yeah, we watched a documentary on it. Actually, I had to watch a documentary <laughs> on it for class last semester. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty, so I've, I've always crazy. thought that's really cool. Um, you know, he's, uh, if you get more into it, you know, he basically avoids a certain part of reincarnation to where he kind of sidesteps it and gets to choose where he reincarnates. Mm-hmm. Um so there's lots of rituals to where, you know, even if you... <laughs> <laughs> if, you 
if he's cremated, uh, they'll pay special attention to which way the smoke blows. Yeah, and that and was one of the ones in the documentary. They uh, <laughs> followed which way the smoke went, and then underneath his ashes, they were looking for certain um, sacred relics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've all been from Tibet, except for one was from Mongolia, I think. Mm. Um, but what I really find interesting is because I think it's China that's taken over Tibet now. Um, and the current Dalai Lama is, um, I don't want to say in hiding, but he's not hes not in Tibet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the actual word for it is. Fucking Chinese. And he's come out openly and said, <laughs> I might never reincarnate or resurrect myself again. Um, he says he refuses to come back in a country where his beliefs are not accepted. Oh, wow. So if he did, he would, people think he might come back in somewhere like India, mm-hmm. you know, where similar beliefs exist. I was going to say, because if he doesn't, if, okay, if he chooses to like not come back at all, like ever, that's he, kind of a... He said he might even come back as an insect or find somewhere else where he feels better needed. That's some pussy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's some pussy shit, bro. <laughs> have you not seen Star Wars, bro? Like, you, is hope not a thing to you? Like, sure. You're the fucking Dalai Lama, bro. If you need to suffer for the rest of everybody else, then that's your fucking job. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he's, I guess before he dies, he's going to have a council meeting with some other higher-up Buddhists hmm. and figure out what he should do. Yeah, he needs to stop being a bitch. Yeah, bad. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Back to how they find him. Man. It's pretty interesting because they'll... They'll find this child or whatever, and they'll have, like, different possessions of the Dalai Lama and see if this child picks it. And once they get there, they have three different servants of the former Dalai Lama, and they'll use those servants to confirm if if this child is uh, actually the Dalai Lama. What I found funny is if it comes down to a tie... What? <laughs> <laughs> like, what determines yeah. it? If you have two kids... And you've, you've gone through all these tests, and they still can't decide. They write both names down on a piece of paper, put them in a vase, and you guessed it. Whichever one they pick, that's the Dalai Lama. Wow. What a <laughs> sacred ceremony that is. Right? <laughs> I mean, at that point, it's just left to chance, which they would probably just see as fate. So. Yeah, Yeah, because coincidences are not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, how about you? Uh, um, what's the question? Uh, do you believe in reincarnation? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. You know, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I was definitely King Leonidas in my past life, so that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah? King Leonidas. Yeah. Cool. Like, just with the, like, um, I won't say coincidences, but, like, what's that? Synchronicities Mm -hmm. of just, like, all the Spartan things that have happened in my entire life. Like, not by choice, even. Like, I'm just like, you know what? And then I saw, like, 300, and I was like, damn, bro. That seems really familiar. And I don't know, man. Like, not bullshitting you. I just always had this weird connection with King Leonidas. So, Can you uh, give us some examples? Just, like, dreams. Um, Like, you know, I played on the Spartans football team. My favorite, like, besides, like, I guess, favorite game ever is, like, Halo. I've read the lore and stuff like that. Okay. Um, And they're Spartans based on, you know, the the Spartans. Okay. um, Yeah. Um, I've always had a fascination with, like, like Rome and Italy and shit, and, like, just that area of Europe. Hmm. So, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. That probably makes no sense to Spartans, but like, you know, <laughs> Greek mythology. I fucking I fuck with Greek mythology hard. Okay. And okay. so, yeah. I don't know, but I just, I believe in it, you just, know? Just, you just got that feeling, huh? I mean, yeah. it definitely makes sense because, like, the kind of, the basic of figuring out, you know, if, like, what lives you had reincarnated from, it's, they say... Whenever you see something or a certain area or culture, and if it kind of sparks this, like, passion deep within your um, chest and it kind of ripples through your spine, there is a, what some say, air quotes, a correlation between you and, like, you know, a past life that you've spent in that era Hmm. or within that culture. Interesting. Yeah. Also, before you start, (sighs) I think I told the story before, um, with my grandfather, like after he passed away, like I think like 2004, 2005, um, that he, like my little nephew, like was walking, you know, he was a little kid one day pushing his bike to, you know, the dirt on the reservation of Arizona. And essentially, <laughs> and essentially like this horse, our horse that we have there, we call him Chico or Sonny. Um, he came up to my nephew and was like, you know, helping him push the bike back to his house and so then my nephew was like oh he came home and he was like oh i spoke to che which is how we say grandpa so like and he's just like what the fuck so like i don't know bro like that's possible too hmm. i can see it you know for like a little kid to be like i spoke to che I'm like, yeah okay all right and like he was helping push his bike reincarnation hmm. there you go interesting very interesting what about you um, these days, like I said, my, my own personal beliefs are very, very up in the air. Um, I was, a, very much kind of atheist, um, throughout my younger teenage years and things like that. Um, I didn't really develop kind of a sense of spirituality until later on in life. However, half jokingly, half not, um, around the age of 18, I was quite positive I was Jim Morrison reincarnated. Hmm. Um, yeah. Which is kind of interesting thinking about your beliefs, Anya, in um, reincarnation. of your, You come back to face the same problems and demons. Um, so, you know, if you know Jim Morrison's story at all, you know, he's a famous musician. He was a singer for The Doors. Um, but he, he fought through a lot of emotional problems. He, he didn't fight through a lot of emotional <laughs> problems, actually. He hid from a lot of emotional problems through drugs and alcohol and, you know, music and partying and things like that. Which is a, a fight I had to deal with early on in my life, and um, even till this day, till meeting somebody like Miranda, who's kind of helped me deal with you know my uh, emotions and things like that, and um, past problems and stuff. I could see I, I definitely was living like the same kind of life. Like if I was him reincarnated, I hadn't learned anything yet. You know, I was almost repeating the exact same problem to a point where you know I was a. Uh, aspiring musician and all that at the time and pretty interesting just to just think about your point of view on it and uh, it's not really something I think about too much anymore no it's uh, definitely an interesting correlation yeah yeah Um, but yeah some of the other reasons are I was born the night he died not to the year but the same month and day interesting Um, he had an obsession (laughs) with Native Americans in the desert and all that and I am Native American born in the desert um Huh. That's crazy. That's yeah, and then things, going yeah. back to the Dalai Lama, that's what happens a lot of times. So in the one documentary that we watched, uh, 
the Dalai Lama reincarnated into this little boy that was deep within um, the valley where he had, like, his spiritual breakthrough and where he, like, actually went within and discovered everything. Um, and so his, like, I wouldn't call it his ser- his most, uh, what's the word? Dedicated. His disciple? Yes, his disciple was a grasshopper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he went on this huge search and he was like terrified because he's like, where do I even start? And then, you know, they follow the smoke, but from there it's just kind yeah. of open venture. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they ended up, they were able to narrow it down to whatever child was born within, I think it was like a 12 or 24 hour end window from when the Dalai Lama had passed. Mm-hmm. So. That's pretty crazy. Um, I know the most recent one actually took four years to find. Oh, whoa. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Pretty yeah. crazy. Um, so real quick, I just kind of looked it up what you were talking. Because I know there's a lot of celebrities and people who claim past lives. Um, Napoleon actually claims he was King Charlemagne. Uh, George S. Patton. Um, I'm going to do an episode on him in The Spirit of Destiny one day. I always say I will, but I'm going to. He believes he was always... Um, in war, he's just reincarnated constantly to fight, like yeah, hmm. uh, live in war and die in war. Constant soldier. Yeah, yeah. That's hype. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Soldier, truly to the core of his heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Salvador Dali apparently was was Saint John of the Cross. Oh. Sylvester Stallone uh, believes he was a victim of the French Revolution. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Just like, yeah, I died in that. Yeah, right. You know, it's pretty uh, crazy, actually. So my, I practice Reiki, and uh-huh. the woman who taught me my Reiki master, um, she is someone who is able to connect with, um, you know, spirits that have kind of passed on. Yeah. And after my first uh, first Reiki class, I went back to over to her apartment, and we we're just chit chatting, drinking tea, and we're actually got on the topic of reincarnation. And she pulls out this book from her uh, personal library and flips to this page, and points to this woman who is in a woman's right uh, march back in I think it was like the early 1900s, and she told me she was like I was that woman in my past life. Wow. And she could, and the reason why she was able to find that correlation was when she was reading that book. When she saw that picture, she had this. Um, the only way that I can even describe it was life changing experience, hmm. where she was almost catapulted into the image. Wow. Yeah, and she was like, I literally felt every single emotion in my body like hypercharge. That's crazy. That's. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to feel that to kind of yeah. jump jump somewhere else or. And the way she, like, discussed it, too, I just felt those emotions. I was like, whoa, ho, ho, that is some intense shit. Huh. That's crazy. See, there's one I, like, I feel like I have another one with, but, like, I feel like it's not truly tested yet. Hmm. It's uh, Jimi Hendrix. When I read his biography, there was, like, a lot of synchronicities and dates that I noticed, like, significant yeah. events happened on those same days for me that, like, something happened for him. Hmm. Um I, I couldn't get too specific right now, but, like, that's another one. Like, you know, he's really inclined with, like, music like I am. We kind of have, like, the opposite skill set. Like, he was really talented at, like, you know, guitar, and then, like, he was a pretty decent singer. And I feel like I'm just, like, the flipped version of him. When I had my long hair, I looked like him. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think it just depends on how my career goes. We'll find mm. out if that's true or not, but... Well, Phil Collins was a defender of the Alamo. Ooh. That's hype. <laughs> and Steven Seagal was a Buddhist lama. 
That's ironic. See, I've never felt a connection to, like, an actual person. But I know in some of my past lives, like, I definitely lived in India. And another one was, like, the medieval era. Because I have always just been so intensely drawn to those cultures and that kind of, like, era. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you say you practice Reiki. um, And I, I learned a little bit. And they say... You know, everybody's supposed to be able to do it. But they mm-hmm. say if you find it in your life, the, the chances that you've been doing it through all your lives are very great. Yeah, it's way more increased. Yeah. Well, today we're talking about the Pollock sisters. Bet you didn't know we were actually going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was redirect this train. <laughs> Wait, is that like the artist sisters or something? I don't even know if I'm talking about No, that. it's just kind of a famous case of reincarnation or possible reincarnation. So, since we don't have our, uh, our devil's advocate and Steve here anymore, and the three of us are all kind of the same mindset, we'll do our best to kind of stay analytical and... Uh, think of all sides of things but uh draw back into my journalism yeah. self yeah there you go I mean, if you need me to be an asshole i'll do it <laughs> josh you are an asshole Step up to the plate. <laughs> yeah. that's, did you go see endgame without me fuck yeah i did then you're an asshole hey man Seriously. there you go it's uh, 2 a.m on thursday or friday morning you went hard i've only ever done that for star wars movies i've never done that did before that twilight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think we did it for the first avengers but like it was at like midnight or like 11 30 Nice. Nah, bro, 2 a.m. Was it a three-hour movie? Fuck yeah, I got out of there at 5.30. <laughs> and, I, and I went to work after that, and I was like, wow. No wonder you're falling asleep. No, that wasn't today. No, that was a couple days ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick, so I don't feel good. I'm gonna fucking die. I saw a meme the other day that says, Twilight's just the story of a girl trying to decide if she's a necrophiliac or a fuzzy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Alright, so, the Pollock sisters... The year is 1957, and our story begins in the quiet town of Hexham in Northumberland, England. Uh, John and Florence Pollock had two sons and their two young daughters, Joanna, age 11, and Jacqueline, age 6. They're a pretty happy family, relatively well-off. Their parents ran a successful grocery and milk delivery business. The two girls were said to be the best of friends and very inseparable. Uh, Things couldn't have been better. However, May 7th, tragedy struck when the two Pollock sisters were on their way to church with their friend, and they were hit by a car and pinned against a wall. The driver was a local woman who had taken an overdose of aspirin and phenobarbital, which is just like a sedative, basically. Like, they would give that to you if you were going to be, like operated on or something like that. What the fuck? Uh, she was trying to kill herself. How do you have, like, how do you have access to that? I don't know. Uh, this is, like, back in the day. Oh, you know, okay. When, Where they had that, like, candy. Yeah, right, yeah. Like, <laughs> cocaine was just stopped, given, like, recently given out. Uh, do And so this woman had actually just recently lost her children, and it's speculated as to whether she did this on purpose Um, Kind of, if I can't have kids, nobody can have kids. But the two Pollock children were killed instantly in the accident and reportedly were sent flying through the air like cricket balls. And the other boy, named Anthony, he died later in the hospital. The Pollocks were inconsolable over the loss of their daughters. 
while Florence spun into deep depression, John maintained hope that his daughters would somehow return to them. He once said he saw one of his daughters in the attic, attic, and even reported having a vision of them coming back and being reborn as twins. Mm. Now, I'll tell you at this point, John has always kind of had an obsession with reincarnation. Um, he's Catholic, but he's even throughout his life, he's, he's asked God for proof of reincarnation because he really believes in it. Joanne, the wife, does not at all. He told his wife of the vision, and uh, she didn't believe him for a second. And they would actually get in arguments over this for quite a while, to the point where they almost got divorced. I can see it. Yeah. Um, John kind of became obsessed. He'd hang out in the attic, um, trying to contact his daughters. Lost a little bit of himself when they went. Yeah. Luckily, they were able to make it work. And about a year later, Florence would become pregnant. And once again, John just kind of said, you know, I I know it's going to be twins. And the doctor said, no, it's only one baby. I only hear one heartbeat. Uh, Nobody in your family, either side, has a history of twins. You know, you're not having twins. It's going to be one baby. And John never backed down. He knew the whole time. And I... October 4th, 1958, Florence gave birth to two twin girls. Oh, fuck. Just as John had predicted. The twins... (laughs) 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 Now, the twins Jillian and Jennifer were considered by John to be a miracle. He truly believed that his dead daughters had come back to them, just as he had said. Uh, He cited evidence such as an odd birthmark on Jennifer's right eye that eerily resembled a scar that the passed away Jacqueline had in the exact same spot, as well as a matching round birthmark on her waist that, although they were identical as twins, the other sister didn't have. Hmm. The family moved from Hexham to a town called Whitley Bay when the twins were just a few months old, and it was here where things would start to get strange. As soon as they were old enough to talk, the twins began asking for and describing specific toys that belonged to Joanna and Jacqueline, even calling their dolls by name, which was rather bizarre as the parents had boxed these toys up in the attic, and the twins had never seen them before, and indeed were not aware that they had had even had two sisters who already died. Hmm. When the toys were brought down from the attic, each of the twins instinctively collected their, the correct toys, like to which girl they were supposedly mm. representing. They didn't fight over anything at all. They distributed them out just how they, how they were before. And they were even able to point out the ones and say, this is from Santa. And they were correct. Intriguing. <clears throat> Other strangeness uh, was that the two twins liked the same foods as the, their former sisters, and had the same respective personalities, mannerisms, and even like the same games. Jillian once pointed out the birthmark on Jennifer's forehead and accurately said that is where Jacqueline had hit her head on a bucket when she was younger, leaving a scar. There was also the weird fact that the twins even had the same general builds as their dead sisters, uh, with Jillian being somewhat more slender 
same as Joanna, and Jennifer being a little bit stocky like Jacqueline. Again, odd, because they are technically identical twins. Yeah. Uh, born of the same egg. In addition, uh, Jacqueline had been trouble learning to write at the time of her death uh, because she was holding the pencil just in a fist, like upright, instead of using it properly. It was the same exact habit that her new sister Jennifer had developed, and she actually wasn't able to correct it until the age of seven, which is when Jacqueline died. These oddities continued over the years. Florence, the mother, even once overheard the two girls discussing the actual accident that killed Joanna and Jacqueline with details they could not have known. Jennifer would rest Jillian's head in her lap and would say the blood was coming from her eyes because that's where the car hit you. The girls also had an intense fear of cars and even one time jumped and screamed as a car engine started up in a nearby alley. That sounds like coincidence to me. (coughs) Could be. Now, when the family took a trip back to Hexham, the twins knew their way around the town and could accurately point out landmarks such as the school that they remembered attending, and the girls even asked to go to the park that they used to play at and described it in perfect detail before ever seeing it. Um, to the point they were even going to say, you know, the school's up here around the corner, and they were able to say the park's over here over that hill and describe the swing set that they played on. Hmm. Now, these stories were unusual enough to make it to local newspapers, which caught the attention of psychologist Dr. Ian Stevenson, who was highly interested in evidence of reincarnation in children. He began to make frequent visits to the Pollocks, interviewing them and examining the birthmarks, and he would discover some interesting details. For instance, the twins were identical, meaning that they came from a single egg, yet they had slightly different builds and matched their dead sisters who had not been twins. And the fact that Jennifer had an unusual indented birthmark matching a past-life injury of Jacqueline whereas Jillian did not, was difficult to explain. Interestingly, these past memories, they begin to fade around the age of five. And after that, they lived relatively normal lives. Uh, Dr. Stevenson kept in contact with the family all the way up until the mother Florence's death in 1979 and John's death in 1985. And the girls grew up generally not remembering any more of their supposed past lives, but in 1981, Jillian had a series of lucid visions in which she remembered playing in a sandbox in the town of Wickham, as Joanna had done when she was around the age of three, and was able to perfectly describe the area, even though Jillian had never been to the town of Wickham. Pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. Definitely a little skeptical, but... A lot of weird things that... A lot of weird things. Um, Is that all the information? Dr. Stevenson, he was really, really into the Pollock case, and he would go on to write a case report um, called Contribution to the Etiology of Birthmarks and Birth Defects, as well as a mention in the 1987 book called Children Who Remember Previous Lives, A Question of Reincarnation. He would go on to write a total of 12 books on the subject of reincarnation and study thousands of cases in children. So, yeah, there's, um, you know, skepticism, like, mm-hmm. you know, that these memories could have been imprinted on the children... Um, you know, the parents say they swear, you know, all the way until they die that they never talked about this stuff until the children were older. 
you know, when they were young and having these <coughs> memories, it was just all out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, the thing that gets me, it's like, um, the wife, if she was like, no, that that's fucking crazy. Like, no, why are you hanging out in the attic? Like, fuck you. Yeah, leave yeah. You. Like, why then would she turn around and be like, oh, I swear this happened? Because she truly believed. Yeah, it's like when people, you know, are skeptical about ghosts or unexplainable phenomenons and then they experience it themselves, they're completely just shell-shocked. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, I'm thinking totally possible if this man, what's his name, John? Yeah, yeah. John of the Bible. He's... Oh, He's a man of God. He is. And he's asked for proof of reincarnation. Yep. And he even uh, broke down uh, when his daughters died and uh, thinking that this was his punishment for uh, asking for proof. Well, in a way, it kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. But it was also his proof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's if, like, I mean, you know. If they, you believe it happened. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of leaning on the side that sure, you know, because, like, it doesn't seem like there's anything for him to gain out of him. Yeah, this. I mean, they, they yeah. didn't make any kind of money. They didn't publish anything or sell rights to anything. Yeah, so. And I mean, drawing back the perspective, too, and, you know, like, I am a firm believer of, like, the universe and, like, random blessings happening mm-hmm. and in order for those to happen it's kind of like the butterfly effect yeah certain things need to happen prior to it and so if he was constantly needing you know this reaffirmation from god that you know reincarnation is a thing maybe yeah. his two daughters that's the role that they played as fucked up as it is yeah. but it was like hey i'm gonna have you grow so attached to your offspring i'm gonna take him away and then i'm gonna give you two more to show you like don't question me don't question yeah, yeah. and they're even on their way to church yeah, they sounds like God, 100%. Like. Yeah. Well, and then another weird thing is the birthmark. Because yeah. uh, there is a theory with reincarnation that your birthmarks are the place of your, um, like, how your last life ended. Hmm. And I have one, like, right here, and then I have another one um, right where my main, like, vein is in my leg. Hmm. And my mom has one on the side of her temple. And so it's interesting to see how she had one where her last, where she had an injury. And I think I think I have more information somewhere in here, but I know, you know Dr. Stevenson was very interested, and I think he found up to like 35% of the cases he studied would have continuous birthmarks and or scars throughout the continuing lives. Hmm. Crazy. Pretty crazy. Um, I, I've got one on my side as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Th- I'm not sure there is a lot of explanation for birthmarks even to this day. Yeah, they're just as like to, you know, what they're there for. It's a collective pigmentation in your skin. Oh. I mean, I've got one. <laughs> I think it's on this, this ear somewhere. I think it's just on this ear. Got one on my back, <laughs> right here, right above my ass. <laughs> right above your ass. Birthmark tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So it is important to note that Dr. Stevenson himself considered the possibility that the twins could have been influenced by what their parents said, but he eventually came to the conclusion that it would have been impossible for them to so exactly mold the behaviors and recollections of their twins to match so closely to their dead sisters through this alone. It was also noted that Florence Pollock did not believe in reincarnation at all. Yet she witnessed the same puzzling phenomena as everyone else, meaning that in her case, this wasn't just all testimony colored by John's belief in reincarnation. 
Stevenson also pointed out that the birthmarks provided physical evidence that something strange was going on, and indeed, birthmarks matching injuries, scars, or other birthmarks of past lives are fairly common with reincarnation cases. Hmm. In the end, despite the criticism, Stevenson strongly believed that the evidence, when coupled with Hundreds of other similar cases were beyond rational explanation and undoubtedly pointed to reincarnation being real. And he believed the Pollock case to be genuine. I don't know if you're just, like, really good at writing these stories to make it seem like we're right all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, are you just that fucking good? Well, you know, I walk around life thinking I am right all the time, so... You know that might that might come through in my work. Yeah, maybe. Because I just mean like you know that's like pretty much exactly what we just said. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I, it's pretty compelling. I, I really don't know what to think. Um, you're going off this man's testimony to tell you what his old daughters were actually like, mm-hmm. and then to tell you that. This, this, and that matches on his new daughters, too, his old daughters. Because it's not like his old daughters were, you know, uh, Joanne and Jacqueline, the originals, were famous. It's not like we kept tabs on their lives before anything happened to them. We have no clue who they were as people. So her father really could say anything. Yeah, his word is his bond. Yeah. Um, The things I find interesting are the biological differences in the two identical twins. Um, yeah, like the body build. Because, I mean, you know, genetics is gets really tricky and really confusing because there's endless amount of combinations for your genotypes and your phenotype. But to be identical twin, twins from the same exact egg and then have the doctor continue to say, like, there's only one baby. Yeah. And then identical girls come out with different builds. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, and then the, the adult Jillian... Uh, that memory. That having vision. lucid lucid yeah. memories and dreams. And describing, uh, I think somewhere else I remember reading, she was describing like the sandbox she was in with her brothers and, you know, described the whole backyard to a place she never lived in. Mm-hmm. Pretty well, interesting. Interesting, too, that they lost all those memories at five because they say that, like, you know, when you're born, everyone is attuned to that sixth sense. Everyone is attuned to these, like, magical air quote powers um but once you kind of get to a certain age it's around five or six actually that if you are not constantly practicing it those skills start to lose their sharpness and then they soon just get kind of pushed back and so wondering if that's the same thing that happened with them at five they just kind of fall back and flow into their current life form and then it haunted her as she got older could be that's that's crazy to think about you know like We've molded our kind of uh, psyche as a whole, as a society. Um, you know, I remember growing up, you always hear you only use 10% of your brain or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even going back to the Reiki subject again, um, supposedly it used to be very common. Um, and a lot of people did Reiki and practiced it, and it was the Catholic Church that kind of stamped it out as, mm. a, you know, this isn't holy, a mm. holy practice, so... Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Uh, I, I really, I don't know what to think. I, I, it's a very endearing story if it's true. Yeah, but there's a part of me that's like, I don't know, I'm slightly skeptical. No, fuck that shit. It's God. 
It's a work goat. As as always, Josh stays our right wing, <laughs> right wing white person him. over <laughs> here. Just, God, hey, I'm just saying, God, bro. John, going to church, you know, like pretty much asking for proof of God's existence, and he always acts in a way that you never th- would think. But like in the sense that he took them away, and it's like, all right, here you go. But then restored it with another blessing. Yeah, two. Like to reinstill faith. Like if you talk about like you know, there's all there's plenty of stories in the Bible that like that type of situation happens. It's like you know like sure if you just like stay faithful 100 percent like this shit's gonna go go down. But what happens after is amazing. So it kind of ties into this. Um, Two weeks ago, I no, I believe in like manifestation, etc. And uh, whatever you think and you say becomes like becomes into existence. Well. I was with my best friend downtown, and we wanted to go catch the hockey game at one of the bars. And as we were walking, this bar top is known for always just being completely full. And I jokingly, so whenever I'm about to go somewhere, I also believe in angels, so I'm like, I'm going to send my runner angels to, like, keep me in a nice spot. <laughs> yeah. And so I said that, and I told her, I was like, hey, like, send yours too. And she, like, jokingly was like, okay, I'm going to send mine, but I want a seat on this side of the bar and another seat open on the other side of the bar. I was like, why would you even do that? And so jokingly, like, we go there, and I'm like thinking in my head I'm like there's no way this is actually gonna come true (laughs) we get into the bar we circle around no seats I'm like fuck at the very end of the bar there's one seat open with the another seat identical across to the bar staring at each other just like she said that's funny (laughs) and I just looked at her and she was like oh my god I was like see weird fucking ways the universe works in or like when I told you the story about when I almost died on that reservoir like, I didn't even really believe in God at that and point. And when you got time. saved by the Lake Coast Guard. The Lake Coast Guard, bro. Okay. <laughs> you know what's really funny? Coast in Colorado. <laughs> you know what's really funny? Because I talked to Nate yeah. after that, and, like, you know, I didn't even mention that, like, we jokingly said the Coast Guard. Yeah. Because he also said the Coast Guard, so I'm 100% sure <laughs> that the Coast Guard was there. Like, my brother is in the Coast Guard right now, oh, and no. he's stationed in Kansas. So, like, I'm, to- I'm sure it's totally possible. Why? What? What? <laughs> Why are you st- the Dust Bowl? Dude, I don't fucking know. I Coast Guard works the Dust Bowl too. Colorado but, okay, used to be that wasn't even the point. Like but, eons ago. Yeah, but I'm just saying they they were there that day. But I, my I, point is on that fucking reservoir. Like I didn't believe in God, and I was like Nate was like Josh. I know you don't really believe in God that much, but like right now he's like just try it. Just pray that like we get out of this shit. God, I don't even know what episode to tell people to go back and listen to that this was on. But yeah, like thirty-one or something. I think it was episode thirty-three actually, because that was the one that I listened to. That, episode really? 30, that was like no, it wasn't that. Uh, no, because Steve was still on there. Maybe yeah. it was like back in February. I think it was a like twenty-something. Yeah. No, I think it was like thirty-one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure like thirty-one. Anyways, guys, go back and listen to thirty-one. Anyways, Josh so, thinks there's Colorado Coast Guard. That's the point of the story. So but the point of the story is that like you know. Um, completely, like, willing it into existence, like, completely, like, letting go and giving into, like, sure, you know what? Like, I'll pray. I'll pray that God saves me right now in fucking 15 seconds, bro. 15 seconds. Bam. Fucking Coast Guard. In Colorado, saves me from dying of hypothermia. That's God. I'll yeah. tell you what. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had to manifest a Coast Guard right there <laughs> out of nowhere to come get you. Well, like I said, also the first time they ever used that boat, like, they literally got it for that specific reason, and I was the first person they used it on. Like, that's just fucked. Also, I, re- I watched this uh, video on YouTube, 
and he's talking about like the lost scriptures of the Bible that like you know in time I think like the Romans and shit were like no we got to get rid of this shit they can't know this so like there's times in the Bible where it seems like sentences or like um, chapters are kind of incomplete and one of the times they talk about like how to kind of like communicate with God and stuff like that hmm. and it says until you um, believe like fully with your heart and your mind like in your soul like your soul and your mind that like that will come true. But, like, if they're kind of conflicting, if they're not on the exact same frequency, then they won't come true. But if they do, you can, like, pretty much manifest anything into existence. So when it's, like, the most natural, just, like, fuck yeah, like, it's going to happen. Yeah. For example, if we're going to go see hockey, like, fuck yeah, it's going to happen. You know, fuck yeah, my daughters are going to be fucking reincarnated twins of my daughters I just lost. Right. He completely fully believed it. Like, yeah. was about to break, like divorce his wife over I, that. I don't believe in God, but I absolutely do believe in creative manifestation um, through positive thinking and just willing things to happen. Uh I definitely have never read the Bible or I used to go to church a lot with my mom because she was on this whole like born again Christian kind of kick but uh, church never really clicked with me because it just seemed like a lot of a it's a nice word, like a storytelling book. Fuck nice words. But, <laughs> yeah, when you actually draw back all the big fancy terminology that they use, it has a, like you said, Yeah, there's something basic. there. Like, you know how I see the Bible is like the rule book to life. It's like a child's story of, like, how to live life. Like, you know what? Don't fucking, like, you know, be nice to your neighbor. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Like, all that kind of shit. It's just literally like the rule books to life. We have this conversation a lot with me and my friend Dan because, like, we talk about people that believe in, like, the flat earth, and they're like, well, you know, <laughs> the Bible says, you know, stationary, blah, 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 and I'm just like, yeah, sure, like, you know, that has a firmament, but, like, couldn't an atmosphere also be a firmament in a, in a way, you know what I mean, like, yeah. so we just get in that argument of, like, you know, I just feel like the Bible just is, like, a simple, like, one, two, three step of, like, how to live life in a good way, and, like, it's it's just giving you the essentials of life. It's like just the, another good example of you can't take everything too literally yeah. too literally or yeah, whatever I mean, yeah. I could be completely wrong I'd be going to hell for that what I just said but you never know I mean you're already there no, Earth. that's <laughs> true could be could be see that what the fuck where all this hair come from that you're in my house <laughs> the house <Yeah>. of animals <laughs> that makes sense the house of a bad pet owner according to some bitch with fucking business cards this asshat yeah um, yeah I'm an asshat um, so is this an unsolved mystery or what is that was this just happening right no, uh, I mean it's uh, whatever you want it to be well, it's a strange solid, phenomenon just a strange phenomenon yeah fuck that uh, it's you. whatever you take away from it is whatever you take away from it we don't have strange phenomenons we have unsolved mysteries and okay. I say we solve this one it's God I, I don't believe in God <laughs> so I can't yeah I can't it's God slash the universe. Okay. okay. I, I definitely think there was some like divine power behind it that ebbed and floated a little I, I, bit. So God. Man, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any type of divinity, it's gotta be something I, higher than I don't you. think there was any divine intervention. Um, at at best maybe a uh, a manifestation, like you said, or I, I do believe in a conscious universe. Um, so maybe the universe was like, whoops. And uh, here you go. <laughs> oh, we fucked up. We got to fix that. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. I totally got your daughter's murdered. Sorry about yeah. that. Spilled milk. We cleaned up a little bit. Yeah. Put another glass. Yeah. We're, ooh, sorry. Sorry. Let me give you some cookies with that. Okay, so God slash universe. Eat. That's what I'm saying. My hand is raised for those that can't Josh, see. Josh, the right wing of the show is raised. Um, yeah, the, the rational center is uh, still undecided, and uh, Anya. <laughs> yeah. Anya, what are you? Oh, I'm. 
on the fence of undecided and we, we got two fine miracle. We got two fencers. That's right not here. that wasn't. We got my two question. fencers. I'm like riding it. Like my foot's kind of in one area. My foot's kind of touching the grass. Let me let me let me clarify that question for you because people, you know, when we had Steve, understood kind of where we all stood. I guess politically in a way, mm-hmm. but without ever being too political, we've somehow pulled it off amazingly. Um, I'm pretty conservative. Steve is what pretty liberal. He was right. Eh, I don't know. He's whatever he wanted to be at the time. <laughs> That's true. And then Greg, I'm uh, uh I'm uh, well, I voted third party last time. Yeah. So, and I think Steve voted Democrat. Yeah, it was Democrat, third party, and you. Yeah. Wow, you, <laughs> you. <Rude>. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of like Steve though. I'm kind of with whatever is feeling yeah. more correct in the moment. Yeah. I know if they don't cling to any title or term. I'd say I, I'm probably a little more liberal than Steve was. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm just not, like, a bleeding heart liberal. and I There's a lot of asshole liberals out there now, so yeah. I'm not really <laughs> trying to jump on that train and label myself that exactly. I'm a, I'm a strange person in a weird world. Oh, there That's you what go. I am. Back at that. Yeah. Well, I'm fucking me, and yep. I'm... Uh, Right-wing conservative, black, straight male. Clayton Bigsby. You are you in this lifetime. Clayton Bigsby yeah. right here in the studio, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Anybody got a problem with it, come suck my dick. How about that? And that's where we're going to end it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Anybody have anything else? <laughs> no, man. You know, and uh, no no harm, no foul. You know, just got to give you guys a little bit of dose of me. So how about that? Hey, you know, you know. Uh, this is sick, Josh. I don't like being sick. A little bit of doser. Jo- Josh Overdose. is sick. Make him feel better by uh, following us at SP Weird World <laughs> at Instagram. Spread uh, the word. Follow him at Josh Hartco at Instagram. Or Hartco Photos, whichever one. Or Hartco like. Photos, or both. You don't have to select. Either or, or, yeah. or neither. Yeah. Yeah, or, you, neither. <laughs> or neither. Or <laughs> neither. say fuck Josh. Yeah, fuck Josh. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah, comment <laughs> on my Instagram saying fuck you, Josh. I very much appreciate it. <laughs> Put a turd emoji. And, uh, <laughs> of course, you can see uh, you can see me at Greg's Weird World, at Instagram, uh, I think Twitter. I think I'm on there. Yeah. You know, I always, when I post on Instagram, I hit that Twitter button usually. I think it does stuff. So. Yeah, it does. It does. It does things and Branching stuff. Out. Yeah. Uh, and then Anya? Anya Daniela or uh, Do Arts Instagram. And Do Arts with a Z, right? Yes. Do Arts. Do period arts. Yeah. Arts Sweet. Arts Woo! Um, to the contrary of don't arts. Do arts. Do arts. Do arts. Do arts. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> and you know what? Do uh, do share this show with somebody because uh, we need more listeners. So yeah. Also, uh, you like the, the show. Why don't you find somebody else who likes the show? And if they don't, make them. Yeah. yeah. Also, take their iPhone and rate us five stars. Rate us five yeah. stars. We love that. You know, leave a little comment and. Uh, that way, where I commented on the show isn't so sad, because if more of you start commenting, mine will just fade into the background, and people won't be like, oh, this poor guy had to this comment was, on his own like, this show. This is obviously Greg commenting under <laughs> I mean, Star Kitty 72 man, right why, now. You didn't have to blow me up like that. <laughs> I don't even know who Star you, Kitty You can follow me at Star Kitty 72 <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, if you guys want more cool things from the show, you guys got to give us some feedback. You give know, us we some can't feedback. Do it by yeah. ourselves. What do you want to? What do yeah. you want to hear? Yeah, if yeah. you hate Anya, let me know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we need to know that. We need to know that. If you, if you stop listening because of her, you know, let us I'm know. Getting which, on your nerves. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, with puns like that, how no. can you hate her? No. How can you hate her? Stay on your mind <laughs> now. Well, she's All good right. at that, so expect All more right. of We're going out on that, you guys. Uh, just one more thing, guys. Go ahead and keep, keep it real. People Fuckers. probably hate that. <laughs> uh, they may it could yeah. could hurt your ears. Yeah, it's like, ah! <laughs> if you're listening to that on headphones, we're sorry. But um, apologies. You know, oh, especially that ah I just did because I was like right next to the that mic. too. But you know what? One more time. Keep it. <laughs> ah, suckers. Well, I never knew anything like that in the whole of my life. Nice.